0: Hello, Cancer friends. My name is Kathy Hannis, and I am so fired up today. Holy smokes, it is just awesome outside. The weather is great. Right when I hit record, I hear the lawnmower buzz already. So, life is good. I hope everybody's enjoying some warmer weather. It's not quite hot yet. We're not getting out the blow-up pool quite yet, but... It's, it's The sun's out, and I'm still looking for my flowers to come up. I need to see those lily of the valley that I planted last year. I didn't think I was going to be here to see them come up, and ew, I don't know if they're ever coming up. So I'm glad I'm here to correct it, and I will plant some more because I think I have the perfect spot for some. My wonderful neighbor, Lisa, next door, she offered me a bunch from her yard. So, uh, Willow and I, we're going to get our gloves on and we're going to go dig in the dirt this week. So how, how is everybody doing out there? I, I, as always, I'm thinking about everybody and I, I want to share with you that this podcast is really just opening my eyes to so many things. Um, some things I've already known, some things that are new, like new friends, and uh, it's really working. I love it. I'm hearing from people and talking to them about their stories and um it's, it's heartbreaking at times, but at the same time, I'm, I'm so glad that we can get together and talk about it. And that's what Hello Cancer Friends is all about. So, uh, if you want to share your story, uh, HelloCancerFriends.com is a place to go. You can contact me. And that website is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and I know you're probably just thinking about me right away. And hello, cancer friends. And like, I got to get it off my chest. Well, get on there, do it. And I'll get back to you. We can do a Zoom, you know, if you want to, if you want to share your story with audio You know, I I just do the video so that I can look at who I'm talking to, but I only play the audio on the podcast here. Either way, that's totally cool. And hopefully if you listen to a few episodes, you already know that if you don't want to share, first of all, it's totally understandable. Second of all, that's just fine. Then you just listen. Tune in and share with your friends and just relax. And you know what? Maybe you don't want to tell your story, but you have a question. Maybe you want to cover a certain topic. Let me know what it is. We'll talk about it. I've had a topic on my mind. And so I'm wondering, we'll see what kind of feedback I get. But So I went in, let's see. I think the last time I brought up my current situation with my uh stage three pancreatic cancer I was going in for a scan uh in a few days and uh that scan turned out stable and uh, like I mentioned i you know i i'm gonna take it I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna run with it I'm feeling okay and I'm gonna run with it I'm gonna enjoy it it's not worse so I'll take it uh, my labs were all stable. Everything's stable. Nothing has changed for me. And since then, I even had, I had my first COVID shot. And then I also had a treatment just a couple days ago, another one. So it's already been three weeks since my scan. And again, my labs were stable. Just stable, stable, stable. So here's my, my question my thought, Um, kind of the topic. I I don't know if others are going through this, but I'm like, how long can this go on? And I'm living day to day. I want to take that back. I'm living more like scan to scan. Every nine weeks I go in. And I accept the fact that I just don't know how this is going to go doctors don't have an answer. They won't tell me. I don't know what they have to lose by not telling me. So I I believe them when they say they're not sure. But sometimes if I just keep thinking about it, it'll drive me crazy. For a long time, I wouldn't schedule anything or, you know, I wouldn't even think about the future. But now I'm like, well, I can't just sit here and uh, not live. So What I'm going to do now is, uh, I want to plan stuff, but I got to have a backup plan. If something happens. I know that sounds kind of crazy, doesn't it? Well, I'm thinking about just one thing, really. The, um, a commitment that I have made to Gildas Club of Madison. Gildas is a wonderful organization. They provide lots of support to people touched by cancer. And, uh, their, their services are just amazing, and they don't charge for it. This is a, an organization, people you can go to at no cost. And so they rely on fundraising. And so uh, I'm going to rappel off of a 14-story building in August, and I can't wait. I am, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm so excited to do it. I I really don't like heights. I I know that's, you know, a fact because I, my husband would take me up to uh, Devil's Lake to go hiking and I get, you know, so far and I'm like, oh hell no, I'm turning around and (laughs) that's just the way it's going to be. So I'm not quite sure what the deal is. I think I'm inspired by my situation and just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Something's telling me you got to do this. But I think I'm going to have a backup. Then I'll know in case something kooky happens. I have someone in mind to ask. So anyways, uh, and that fundraiser, that brings up another point here. So I have some uh, business to take care of, and it's regarding the website, HelloCancerFriends.com. And we have some new links uh, to let you know about. And one of those is the donation link for my Over the Edge adventure. So if you'd like to donate to Gilda's Club, go ahead and click on that. I'm pretty motivated to collect as much as I can. I'm going to record myself, audio at least. I don't know. A video would be hysterical. But uh, I will share with everybody and hopefully it won't all be swear words. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't know what to expect. If I were to guess today, I'd be praying. Um, but I think there'll be a lot of woohoo's too. But whatever it is, you will all be with me because I'm going to let you know how that goes. But if you want to donate to Gilda's Club for this event, please go to my website, HelloCancerFriends.com, and there's a link where you can donate. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Other links, um, you can find links on that uh, website to listen to this podcast. If you're sh- wanting to share with a friend and maybe they're not familiar with podcasts, you know, just send them to the website and it's this easy peasy lemon squeezy. You just look up where you want to listen and click on it. So it's all right there. Another fun link on the website is uh, if you remember a few episodes back, my pale Rachel from the lab where I get my blood drawn, Rachel and I were part of a video to explain to people or show everybody how awesome the nurses are and the doctors and the uh, Carbone Cancer Center is when they shared the T-shirts with us, uh, all the patients. And so we did a video and it's really cute and we I I really enjoyed it and shared my story, Rachel shared hers, how they came up with the ideas and everything and just how they all work so hard to make us feel good, um feel better about being alone during COVID while we were getting our treatments. So that link is there. So enjoy that if you'd like to take a look. And as always, of course, the share section if you'd like to share your story. So I just want to touch base about the photo of me on the website. And that was taken six months before I was diagnosed with stage 3 pancreatic cancer. I was so excited. At that time, I was doing a photo shoot with my husband, Tom, for our business. We sell real estate. And it was time for us to freshen everything up. And Tom built me a beautiful, new, current-looking website. It was just so exciting. And I had a plan in my head. I was going to work day and night, night and day, While Willow was at school, and, you know, it was the first time for her to go to kindergarten and all-day school. So I was going to take advantage of it and get back into my work-your-fingers-to-the-bone mode. So we had the photo shoot and worked on the website, and then I started feeling sick, and kind of all blew up. Things changed. Got put on the back burner. Tom did finish the website, though. And it's gorgeous. So that picture is from that time. I don't want to be superficial and be like, well, I I guess maybe I do. Because my hair was cut. I had real clothes on. (laughs) I had highlights in my hair. It was kind of a superficial life. Now I feel, I actually feel with COVID and cancer, I'm more homegrown now. You know, that's not such a bad thing. I'm spending hours on end with my family, my husband and my daughter. So wow, what a what a turnaround from the way it was to the way it is now. But that is not how I look anymore. So sorry, I got distracted there with the picture. The website, it's up, it's running, and it's doing its job because I have gotten some stories sent to me. I want to share those stories with you right now. The first story I have is from Tara. And Tara writes, I wanted to share my cancer story with you. My granddad on my dad's side died from pancreatic cancer, and my grandma on my mom's side died from leukemia and then my mom from lung cancer. They gave her six months and that is what she lived. I have come close to cancer three different times. The first was a mole that was drilling through my leg towards the bone. I sat on the table for two hours while they removed and tested tissue to make sure that the margins were good. The second time would be with cervical cancer. The one doc wanted to remove, and I went for a second opinion and wound up having a leap procedure done and have been good so far. The last is with breast cancer. I had a lump removed that was benign when I was 22. I had it since developing breasts. After some estrogen birth control, I developed a second one. After a biopsy, it was turning cancerous, and the surgeon wanted to remove it. At the time, I couldn't afford to take off work, and she told me to stay away from all the estrogen and its mimickers and don't get pregnant. Guess what? I got pregnant at the age of 42, but thankfully I miscarried. That might be cruel sounding, but I feel the cancer would have been worse. Finally, after 10 years of living with that lump, my mammal came back with no lump showing at all. I have a love-hate relationship with God, but can't thank him enough for this news. Thank you so much for being so brave and sharing your story. I'm really glad that you got that news as well. You've had your time, though, with cancer, and I'm so sorry that you lost people so close to you. And I'm giving you a really big air hug right now. I'll be thinking of you. Keep me posted on how you're doing, and I hope we can be friends for a long time. I have another story. This one is from Amy. Amy writes I'm Amy, and I was diagnosed with stage three ovarian cancer. I've had 12 chemos and a six hour surgery. I've been working through all of this. I'm a singer and comedian, and then I got cancer during the pandemic. I'm on immunotherapy right now and grateful to be alive. I've had all my treatment done here in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Now I'm singing twice a week here in town, and I've done over 65 live streams this year. I feel that keeping active and a good mindset, as well as good doctors and meds, are the key to happiness and longevity. I'm happy I found your site. (sighs) Amy, I am happy you found our site because you are awesome. Oh, my gosh. So can you, Amy, if you're listening, I really hope you are, can you send me, like, a link to your live streams? We'll have to put those on the website if you want. I mean, you don't have to. No pressure. There's never any pressure here at Hello Cancer Friends. But uh, I love your story and What people at home can't see is that you've got a lot of exclamation points in your story. And I use a lot of those. And if you're like me, that means you're happy and you're excited. I I really love it. And congratulations. Keep fighting. You go, girl. And to keep working. Wow. I don't think anything's ever going to stop you, girl. Go. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's a great one. Oh, and, and having your treatments in Mexico? Well, that can't be too awful. Put a little sugar on top of the lemon. You're making your own lemonade down there in Mexico. That's pretty cool. And I'm so, so glad that you wrote in. So I've got another one. Um, this message is from Sue. And Sue writes that she has pancreatic cancer, and she writes, Now what? Once there is a diagnosis, what is next? I'm kind of speechless on this one. There's so much. Physically and medically, from the very start, I had a biopsy first, and then once we knew what we had, we looked at what options were available. Once I was told what options were available, and I really did not like what I heard, <laughs> I went to two other places to get more options. They proved to be pretty much the same as the first. So I did that. Uh, I just uh, listened to what my doctor told me to do, which was to start chemo. And with my story, my genetic testing changed everything for me and changed. The treatment I had. So I recommend to everybody, even if it's a long shot, ask about genetic testing. Do you have any mutations in your tumor or do you have a tumor? what you know there's medically there's there's so much. Um, and I think getting opinions is probably the best thing to do. Mentally, that's kind of a whole different thing. Uh, after I was diagnosed, I, I think the best advice I could give is to just surround yourself with people who love you. Try your very, very best to be positive. Don't assume it's going to be the worst-case scenario. There were a lot of twists and turns with my story I was told I had spleen cancer, then it was this, then it was that, then it, you know, there was no hope, then there was hope. It's really a a one-day-at-a-time situation. One of the hardest things for me was to accept help, and I wouldn't recommend that for anybody. (laughs) Don't be like me. I remember one particular night I was so, so sick, and I was scared, and I was in bed. I couldn't move. I needed to help my daughter get ready for bed, not because I had to and Tom couldn't. It was because that was my job as her mom, and I couldn't do it. I was just so, so sick, and I I was feeling horrible, and I was scared, and I'm like, who can I call? Who can I call? And I'm like, I can't call my mom. I don't want her to see me like this. I can't call. I can't call anybody. I can't let Tom know. I'm, I'm like crying under the covers. Just fall asleep. Just pretend it's not happening. And my phone rang. And I answered it so fast. It was my sister, Chris. Oh, she saved me. I just lost it. I burst into tears. It was so hard, and she she took care of me and I can't believe I'm crying, but that's how it was that's how it was. it was this was over a year ago, and it feels like it was yesterday, but she saved me, and she... If I would have just called her in the first place, it would have saved me so much pain. She knew just what to say. She just, just to hear her voice, it meant everything to me. I'll never forget it. So lean on your friends. Lean on your family. Don't pretend like you don't want anybody to know because they love you and they want to be there for you. Okay, I'm gonna try and get my shit together here. All right, I've got I've got one more story. So amazing. Okay, I'm gonna take a pause. I need to breathe. I need to blow my nose. Okay, this last story that I have for you is from Christy. Christy writes, I am a four-year pancreatic cancer survivor. I was diagnosed April 14, 2017, which fell on Good Friday that year. From the first day, I began to notice the miracles happening around me. While I will never be thankful for getting cancer, I am beyond grateful for the wonderful people who have entered my life as a result of this disease. In addition, the care and concern shown to me by family, friends, neighbors, colleagues, and strangers has shown me the very best of humanity. <laughs> Christy, amen. I could never have written it better myself. That. I have had the same experience, and I thank you so, so much for sharing that. And kudos to you, a four-year pancreatic survivor. That alone is just so much inspiration right there. And the miracles, I know, I feel it. I feel it too. It's a game changer. It's a life changer, and I. it's hard to put into words how... Cancer can turn your life into a more positive thing. But I see a story like yours, Christy, and it's starting to click. So thank you so, so much. (sighs) Great stories. I want to say thank you to Tara, Amy, Sue, and Christy. I thank you for sharing your stories. And I wish you all the best. And please, please do keep in touch. You've got a new friend. I think this is just awesome. I hope to hear from more people. I would love to hear from you. If you're up to sharing your story, visit my website, HelloCancerFriends.com I don't know about you guys, but this is, these stories, they have an impact on me. I The whole thing, it's just, I'll admit it's a little more emotional than I thought it might be. And I think that's okay. I think that's good. That's what it's all about. So that wraps up a really great episode of Hello Cancer Friends. This is what it's all about. Laugh, cry, share, thrive. Please check out all the new links on the website. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, go ahead and share this information with people you know, people you don't know. Anybody you think might want to take a listen. You can download Hello Cancer Friends wherever you download your podcast. Thank you so, so much. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.